Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Grab your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. This week we will be looking at Parashat Yitro, which runs from Exodus chapter 18 verse 1 to chapter 20 verse 23. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter or via our website. I would have loved to have been there in the room on that day. I would have loved to feel the anticipation in the air, the joy that after waiting for so long and after so much suffering, we were going to finally get what we had longed for for around 2,000 years, the refounding of the State of Israel. What a historic day as Ben-Gurion stood up to declare to everyone that there was once again a Jewish state, the State of Israel. Israel. Perhaps there's nothing more monumental than the founding or refounding of a state. Whether it was the reunification of Germany in 1990 after so many years apart, or the founding of the United States of America in 1776, or in more recent times the founding of South Sudan as a separate state, we all feel that we are witnessing a piece of history as we see the founding of a new country. Not only would I have loved to have seen Ben-Gurion with his wiry white hair swaying about as he announced the refounding of the State of Israel, I would have loved to have been there at the original founding of our Jewish nation thousands of years ago. Perhaps there were some similarities as Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, with his own white wiry hair came down the mountain to announce that God was going to make a covenant with the people. Like all states, the original State of Israel founded at Sinai had a constitution, even though it didn't yet have a country. In this week's parasha, we learn that Israel's constitution, which deals with every aspect of life, wasn't thrown together by learned men in some government building somewhere, but rather God himself sketched out the guidelines by which our ancestors were supposed to live. The Torah, better translated as instruction rather than law, was God's way of showing us the best way to live. He tells us that if we choose to follow his instructions as a son or a daughter listens to their father's advice, it would go well with us and we'd live long in the land that he was going to give us. The Ten Commandments, essentially the terms of the agreement between us and God and the main points of our constitution showed us how we were supposed to treat God and man. We were supposed to love God with every fiber of our being and to love others just like we loved ourselves. The problem is, no one likes rules. There's something so deeply ingrained in humanity that when we see a rule, we instantly want to break it. If there's a sign that says, don't touch, what do we want to do? We want to touch it, of course. Ever since our first parents chose to disregard God's instruction in favor of their own wisdom, their rebellion has coursed through the veins of their children, us. So. God gives us a wonderful set of instructions knowing full well that we will not listen to him. In the coming weeks, we'll get into more details concerning his instructions and also see the tragedy of our rebellion. But for now, let's ask the question, why did God give us a set of instructions if he knew that we wouldn't listen to them? God knew that whether he gave explicit instructions or not, we would always choose to run away from him. The giving of the Torah was a way to show us to our faces that we didn't measure up, that we were corrupt, broken, and rebellious. It was a way of confronting us with our own wrongdoing 
so that we might turn around and run back to him. It was him giving us a standard by which he could judge us and we could judge ourselves. As the cliche goes, admitting you have a problem is the first step to solving it. So the Torah stands as a judge against us, both as individuals and as a nation. But thankfully, God in his mercy not only shows us our imperfection and incompetence, he also gives us a way out. That's why the majority of our original constitution has to do with sacrifice. An innocent party, an animal, was allowed to be traded in for a guilty party, us. Every time we would mess up, a poor innocent animal would have to die in our place. On and on it went with so much innocent blood spilt to rescue the guilty. God was showing us that one day he would put an end to this bloodshed by shedding the blood of one last innocent party. Not an animal, because ultimately animals can't make good for the guilt of humans. Instead, the perfect human, God become man, the Messiah, was to die on our behalf as the payment for all our corruption, brokenness and rebellion. When Yeshua was crucified, he died in our place to rescue us from ourselves and to reunite us with God. This had been God's plan all along. In fact, he had already told us through the prophet Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, that we would need a Brit Chadasha, a new covenant, a new constitution, because we kept failing to live up to his standards described in the Torah. In this new covenant, God writes his Torah on our hearts, says Jeremiah, so that we can obey him and that all of us in the covenant will personally know him. As Yeshua died, this new covenant was inaugurated and we entered into a new era of our Jewish history. We are still the people of the Torah, but if we trust in the Messiah Yeshua, he writes that Torah on our hearts so that we can live for him. A new treaty signed by God himself, though this time not on stone tablets, but rather on our hearts. But back to today. God is not mentioned by name in the founding of the modern state of Israel. Even Hatikvah, the national anthem, doesn't mention him. The laws have also been adapted and changed. And yet even though God is not mentioned by name in the modern founding of Israel, he is the one who incepted it. He is the one who has kept our people and our nation in the palm of his hand, despite our tremendous betrayal towards him throughout our history. When we failed, he took our failure and offered us a lifeline, the new covenant, Habrit HaChadashah, prophesied in advance by Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah the prophet, inaugurated by the Messiah, Yeshua. Have you got the constitution written on your heart? Or are you still waiting to join? That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our parasha espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youdenfearjesus.de.